Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got her with punishment. Young is just confident, but they hear the what we come to win. Others in love with the front of this family, just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Everybody, welcome to this week's installment of 48 Minutes. I can't believe we are this far into the year already. A lot of crazy things happening. Tim Daniel here filling in as the host, as the MC for Alex Derrickson as he is preparing for dad life, which is unbelievable. He's uh, not too far away. Um, before we do get started on this week's show, though, we would be far suppressed if we didn't so send our condolences and best wishes to the family of Rasal Butler. Unfortunately, right uh, early this afternoon before we recorded the show, Rasal Butler was involved in a very, very bad car accident and unfortunately lost his, his wife uh, had passed away. So here for the team of 48 Minutes, we want to go ahead and wish our best to his family through this tough time. And we're all hoping, hoping and thinking of you all. So with that being said, we'll go ahead and bring Sean Mackey in here. Sean, how are you, man? How's everything going? Oh, everything's going good, man. I don't know if things are going good for the NBA this week, though. Yeah, we're going to get to that. So, <laughs> Oh, man, are we going to get to that? So here's what we're going to talk about today, everyone, so you can get prepared for this wide array of the Tim and Sean 48-minute special without Alex this week. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of injuries. We're going to talk about a weird trade. And um, I don't know, probably talk more about how the Cavs suck. I'm sure that'll come up at some point. Because they do suck. They do suck, indeed. I can say that. I watch a lot of their games. So, Sean, let's start. You know, I went. I was preparing all week for us to go into this week's show, starting about Boogie. But let's go ahead and let's have that be topic two, because a huge, crazy, out-of-the-blue trade happened between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Detroit Pistons, where former NBA superstar, I guess some people still consider him one, I don't, Blake Griffin was traded to the Detroit Pistons, along with uh, Bryce Johnson and Wayne Ellington for... Tobias Harris, who, you know, good player. Uh, Avery Bradley, who we heard about that afternoon, was out, was on the market. Uh, Boban Maranovic, who a lot of people love Boban. He's fun. He can dance. And a first-round draft pick. Now, Sean, if this were, let's say, 2013 even, before Blake has the leg injuries, the five surgeries... I'm thinking, holy shit, this is an unbelievable move. This is the Pistons really making a run. No one's going to be able to out-rebound them. I still don't think anyone's going to be able to out-rebound those two with him and Andre Drummond, who's had an unbelievable year. But I don't think... I think the only thing this trade really did, man, was shake up the league. And that's my favorite thing about trades is when it shakes up the league because I don't really think... It makes sense and it doesn't. It makes sense for the Clippers to drop that huge contract, obviously. Uh, it's also hilarious that they had that thing in June where they had the fake mock like uh, jersey retirement thing for Blake Griffin and showed them hanging his jersey in the rafters and saying he was a Clipper for life, and then they move him. Yeah, that's dirty. <laughs> that's so dirty. They did him dirty. <laughs> yeah, they did. And so um, I just think, you know, there's a lot, you know, people still think of Blake Griffin as this pure dunker who can jump over everybody, and he hasn't been that guy for a couple years now. You know, he's very injury prone. So I just don't really know. Honestly, I think the Clippers got the better end of this deal strictly because they dropped that contract. 
Yeah, I mean they they just I mean they just signed him this offseason to a a huge max contract. So, um, I don't necessarily know if the the Clippers they got some some decent pieces for Blake Griffin, but I don't I don't know if they won the trade. I mean, if Blake's if Blake's healthy, he's still going to come in. Still gonna give you. He's still gonna give you. You know, twenty points a game, about eight rebounds. Um, you know, and and you know, every once in a while, he's still he's still good for a highlight real dunk. But uh, he's added some aspects to his game over the last couple of years. Uh, three point shot being one of them. Um, so he's kind of spreading the floor a little bit more. I think. Uh, I think it helps Detroit a little bit. Detroit needed a shakeup to begin with. Um, am I wrong? No, you're 100 percent right. Okay. I mean, no they one cares about their franchise anymore. Exactly, exactly. And and ever since the the infamous year before LeBron signed with the <clears throat> the Miami Heat, I mean, the year where they spent all of their money on Ben Gordon and Charlie Villanueva, like it, things Ouch. just yeah, things just have never really quite been the same since then. After they blew up that Pistons team, so um, it's uh, it's. It was. I think. I think it's a good move for them. I, if anything, it's going to bring bring fans, you know, back to see some games for Detroit. I mean, I'm happy for their fans. Um, they still have Reggie Jackson, who's a very serviceable point guard. You know, um, with with you know, who all did they give away? They gave away Tobias Harris. Go ahead and, and break it down for me, real quick. So it's Tobias Harris. Okay. Uh, Avery Bradley, who was Avery Bradley. garbage for them. Okay. How about Brad Stevens, by the way, recognizing that he can get rid of Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley, and they just suck after they leave him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that are like that. The Spurs are like that. Yeah, they you are. Know, they're another team that's kind of kind of similar. Um, and then um, Boban Maranovic and a first round draft pick. Okay, and they got rid of Boban. Um, yeah, yeah, how there did they get rid of Boban? Yeah, I I would have not thrown him into that honestly. Um, I he would he would have been one. I know they had to do it to kind of make things make things roll, but, um, and the, uh, the other players that they received, who else did the Detroit get? They got Willie Reed, right? And, uh, yeah, and Bryce Johnson, who... And Bryce Johnson. He's okay. a prospect, you know. Okay, well, I mean, that's, hey, that's, you, you never know. So, so you got, you know, you got that, and it's gonna, it's gonna open up some, you know, some more playing time for, uh, what's his name, Stanley Johnson? Is that his name? Uh... Playing, uh shooting guard for them? Yeah, and right now, because Reggie Jackson's still out, and Ish Smith has been pretty good for them. Ish Smith is great regardless, so, um, but... I think great uh, is stretching it, but I would say he's fun. Yeah, well, I mean, last night, Stanley Johnson had, like, the best best game of his career right. against the uh, the Cavs. He had 26 points on them, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, so, uh, this might be good for him, it might, but, you know, that was without Blake Griffin playing, so, uh... It'll be it'll be interesting to see uh, it'll be interesting to see you know what they can do. I think I think it's I think it's going to work out for both teams. I really do. I really do. I think uh, I think it's going to be. I think I think it's a good trade for both teams. Blake Blake still he got his money and it might suck that he's left Hollywood. I'm, I'm there's rumors going around that he's like really really unhappy about this. Like, yeah, I heard he he's is, pretty depressed. He's pretty depressed, and I, I would be too. Going from Hollywood to to. Detroit Motor City. <laughs> they probably took him in in like a like a. They probably brought him into town in like a Ford Focus, and he was like probably driving through as the city was burning around him. And they're like, people are holding up signs, welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, one. I used to drive a Ford Focus, so I got totaled. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. I understand that, but I'm just saying it's not a it's not a vehicle he he would drive. He drives a Kia, so. 
there's that. <laughs> I but, get that. So, um, actually, I did. I just watched it right before we started recording. They flew him in on a, a, a private jet, and he's like, he looks like he's that guy that discovers winter for the first time. Where he's like, <laughs> oh, what is this? I'm glad I have a coat. Like, it's yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So let's talk about this from the Clippers. And like you said, you think this is kind of something that pans out for them. And I don't think you're 100 percent wrong. Just cause, like I said, it's huge that they dropped that contract because that gives them a lot of space. I laugh at all these Clipper fans that think LeBron's coming because why would he want to go there? Um, come on now, if he's going to go to LA, we know where he's going. Two, yeah. Um, this has to, you know, this and they, you know, they kind of said like Doc's trying to say they're not rebuilding, but like they're totally rebuilding. And, and, and he's and he's not going to be there for that rebuild either. They're going to get right. him too. Well, like, Stan Van Gundy's not going to be there when this piston thing falls apart either. So no, no. Um, and that so and now they're you know they're trying to package Woj reports. They're trying to package Lou Will and DeAndre Jordan a deal. You and I seem to think that means he's going to the Cavaliers. I don't think we're wrong there. For like it'll probably be for like Tristan Thompson and Amon Shumpert, something stupidly like low ball, and their their second first round pick, not the Nets one. Um, but. I think this, you know, this is Clippers full fledged, you know, try to try to move to this next era. Lob City obviously started ending when Chris Paul left, and then JJ Redick left, and they signed Blake Griffin, which you know, you and I were talking this summer how that was a dumb thing for them to do because they knew he, we knew he wouldn't finish out that contract. He didn't even get through the first seven months of the contract, um, and you know, they've got some young guys. Hopefully, this is a shot that Avery Bradley needs because he's one of those guys that. The Warriors don't like to play because he plays really good defense against their backcourt. And um, I really think that this is going to be a tough thing for them. But think about if Avery Bradley stays. He plays at a decent level. You know, this is a contract year for him. Say they sign him to a one- or two-year contract, and they get Pat Beverly back next year. How are you going to score on that backcourt, that defensive backcourt? Oh, yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be pretty tight. Uh, you know, barring that, uh, you know, Patrick Beverly... You know, he hasn't had, I mean, did he, he tore his ACL, correct? Or was it? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's been so many injuries this year, I, it's really hard for me to even keep up. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a defensive nightmare for teams. But, you know, Avery Badley is one of those guys, you know, he probably didn't want to go to the Pistons, and I don't blame him. So I, I think a, a start on a team, Lou Williams is gone, okay? For we'll, sure. We'll get to that, but. He's not going to be on this team in in a week or so. It's just not going to happen. Um, and Avery Bradley is basically going to become a fantasy god, and and and, and he's he's just going to be incredible because these are the kind of situations that he kind of flourishes in. So I'm I'm excited for him. Uh, I just uh, let's kind of get. I think we should talk about about you know the other the other pending trades with the with the Clippers. I mean. DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams, they're going to be gone next week, right? Yeah. I mean, the trade deadline's what, next Thursday? Yeah, they're going to clean They're going to clean house completely. And and obviously, we would both like to see them go to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Get Me especially. Some, yes, you especially. Uh, Lou Williams needs to, to walk in and, and save Cleveland right now. We'll get to them later. Um, but... <sighs> I don't know where they they trade DeAndre though. I don't know if he goes to Cleveland or not. That's the thing. I think that that's. I mean, that's obviously best case for DeAndre, um, unless he can go to Miami when they, just, they can I have just, him in uh, 
him and Hassan Whiteside do their thing together. I really wanted Blake to go to Miami, man. I wanted him to go there so bad. Do you remember that? I was, like, begging yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, because DeAndre could go there, uh, being Cleveland. I could see him, you know, going to Milwaukee, but they're in, they're in disarray right now, too. Well, I, you know, him for, you know, if they can, if they can trade off, you know, John Henson, Deladova, another guy, you know, and, and, and get DeAndre, I think that's a fantastic get for them. Agreed. And, uh, I mean, I think that would really, really help them. You know, I, I think, uh, and Thonmaker's okay. He's not terrible. No, no, and he's, he's a solid player. He's, he's, he's very solid, but we could ha- they could have him come off the bench and just be a hell of a bench player. And uh, and just let DeAndre and and you know and you got Eric Bledsoe. I mean, they've made some interesting moves this year. I will give the the Bucks credit and by firing Kid, they've they're not they don't seem like they're settling right now. So that's a good thing. But anyways, with with DeAndre, where, where else could we see him going? Oh man, so I didn't bring I didn't bring up my like. You can't say OKC because Stephen Adams has been really good for them. Yeah. Um. You can't say someone like the Nets because they're obviously, you know. So, man, I don't know. There's not a lot of teams that really need some big-time big man right now. Cleveland is, like, the ultimate. Like, dear God, get him there and get Tristan Thompson out of there. But, you know, it's like we said last week. That is is an Instagram deal, as we call it. Yeah, which is just, like, some crap kid who's really good at Photoshop. Right. And it's like, oh, rumor has it. (laughs) So... I can um, see Houston. I don't. I don't see Houston committing that kind of money when they might very well go after LeBron this summer. Well, here, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Here. Okay. The, DeAndre Jordan. There's, there's been reports that come out. DeAndre Jordan has a ton of interest in playing with LeBron. Which okay. I know who. What player doesn't? Obviously. Yes. But don't you think if he can? So so in that case, if if LeBron goes to Houston, you know okay. Chris Paul's staying. Hundred percent. No doubt about it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think Chris Paul's leaving, and, and I don't for either. Any reason he's he he, I, he looks like he's having some fun there. Yeah, and obviously you know James Harden, who is yes. pro, who's the MVP right now. Yes, yes, and let's let's not forget that. Yeah, I know. Trust <laughs> he's, me, he's been incredible. Sixty points last night. If the Cavs had a better record, I would say it's still LeBron, but you know they're awful. Yeah, and well, uh, I just I just don't see. If I, if I were the Clippers, they have an asset in, in DeAndre Jordan. And, you know, trading him... And the, I, I don't see him and Lou Williams both going there. I see them splitting that up because you'd have to trade... I, I just don't... Why why would the, the Clippers want Tristan Thompson, Shumpert, some other garbage, and then and then some draft pick that sucks? Well, Be- well they, could, they, could, they could trade the Brooklyn pick, but... They're not going to do that. I, if they have to trade the Brooklyn pick, that's not happening. If if they trade this Brooklyn pick, which is now, I think it's slated for number one right now, right? Uh, no, it's like six. Close? Six, okay, okay. So, I, I don't know why I thought that. Um, because I was messing around Tankathon earlier and I screenshotted that, it to you. That was it, that was it, I saw that, so that wasn't official. Okay, no. cool. Right now, Orlando has the number one pick. You, you are a fake news king, Tim Daniel. Great. <laughs> no, I was playing Tankathon, Sean! <laughs> sure, sure, you were spreading you know rumors. What? I'm you doing it right spread- now. <laughs> and right now on Tankathon, after I simulated the Cavs are the second pick. Okay. Which means okay. Trey Young's going to Cleveland. <laughs> so, so... They say, say LeBron leaves. They trade up that. They trade away that stupid pick, and and 
they're stuck with DeAndre Jordan, you know, for for another another year after this, you know, and then I just I just I don't know, man. It's such a risk. It is such a risk. And, you know, I mean, if I'm them, you know, I mean, the goal is to win championships now, regardless wherever you're at, especially in this age right now and where they're at. They are in win now mode. Absolutely. I guess I guess they should trade it, but at the same time, if they get screwed, which could very well happen, it's going to hurt really bad. Yeah, um, you know, if I'm Kobe Altman, I'm thinking, because he probably has his job next year because he's handpicked by Dan Gilbert. Yeah. Which, gosh, apparently right now the report is Dan Gilbert's the one running the team, and that just sounds awful. Um, But, yeah, if I'm Kobe Altman, I go all in for this move. I play my card that there's a chance LeBron might come back and sign a year or two deal. And I try to show to him, like, hey, we're all in. And then I get rid of everybody fucking else. <laughs> because oh yeah, I still think Isaiah's going to be fine. I don't know if he'll ever be Boston Celtics 30 points a game Isaiah Thomas. I just don't think that's possible this year with how much time he missed. But I still think come March that he's going to be he's going to have his legs underneath him a little more and he's going to be a better player. He looks atrocious right now. I'm not denying that. But yeah. I think that he could very well still come around. I'm not counting him out yet. Um but yeah, you know, I found them. They got to make they've got to try for this move. If, if they have to at least make that phone call and say, what is it going to take to get DeAndre and Lou? And if they say the Brooklyn pick, you walk away. If they say some stupid Tristan Thompson, Avon Shumper, the, your guys' other first-round pick, and Shetty, Shetty Osman. Actually, I don't think I'd trade Shetty. I like him a lot. But if that's the case, I make that move. Oh, yeah. I think... I think... We know the Cavs are going to get away with fool's gold in this trade. It's what they, they do. They get away with fool's gold every single freaking year. So, uh, you know, I mean... Kyle Korver, not- that was awesome for Mike Dunleavy. Corver Corver was great. I mean, it's not great now. He's still good in He's in playing sports. well for him. He's he's doing well, but he's getting up there. So, I mean, we're inching closer to the Antoine Jameson team. So, dude, I, I actually read an article about that today. About uh, about that exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, so because uh, so Danny Chow from the Ringer wrote this article about how the Cavaliers are making the same mistakes they made in 2010. Because I don't know if you remember this or not. The deal on the plate was the Cavaliers and the Suns had a deal where the Cavaliers were going to get Amari. Yeah, for Amari. Yeah, and they were going to trade away um, J.J. Hickson. Yeah, and Amari... Now, what happened with that? How did that fall apart? Exactly what you're about to say. They uh, Because Amari even was talking to the media and said, there's a 50-50 chance I'm gone tomorrow. Because it was the day before the deadline. Yeah. And I remember being pumped. Oh, yeah. And then, (laughs) like, last minute... They did, uh, Mike Brown decides, I don't want to make the move. I believe in J.J. Hickson. Oh, God. I mean, you think about that. That's That's got to be one of the biggest trade blunders in NBA history. For sure. That And not to mention that, Le- you know, these reports come out, LeBron's pissed that they got Isaiah instead of Eric Bledsoe and Paul George because that three-team deal. Oh, I, I – and, and I – that's a team I, that I would, I would too. love to watch. That's a team I would love to watch. Yeah, and then even God. this year. Even this year they probably had a chance to get Eric Bledsoe right before the Suns deal. But, the, you know... They they didn't make a move, you know? Thank God they didn't get that fourth pick from the Suns because they would have drafted Josh Jackson, and he is not good. No, no, and it's it's very surprising. I, I'm not going to write him off yet. I don't write off You're any right. rookie. 
I mean, Chris Dunn I wrote off last year, and he's he's really impressed me this year, and the Bulls have been losing every game that he hasn't played, so... That's true. So, I mean, he was... I mean, and before he got hurt, he was on, like, a steady up and up to a point where I was like, man, this guy might be up for, like, most improved. Like, he's really helping this team, you know. Don't think that now, but, I mean, he's... You know, I, you just never know. You never know what a guy's going to do from one year to another. Yeah. So. That's why I fought the Cavs. I tried to get Justice Winslow because I think that he's just going to get better. Right now he's shooting 43% from three. Ooh, wow. And he's not exactly playing a ton there. He's only playing – I mean, he's no. playing every night. But no. um, And as I say that, he just got to steal from Isaiah because, God, Isaiah. Um, and Isaiah's limping. All right, good news, guys. Good news. Oh, is, are, they, are they playing right now? Yeah, they're playing the Heat right now. Oh, oh, that's right. They are playing the Heat tonight. Okay, okay. I watched a little bit of the Pistons game at the end and how that fell apart at the end. Oh my god, yesterday. wasn't that terrible? Oh, they're just they're they're freaking awful. They're so um, bad. So let's let let's talk about the injury bug this week. And I mean, it hit the hit the NBA hard. Yeah, because we'll get to the other trade stuff going on here in a bit. But yes, yeah. yes, yes. We gotta definitely talk about it. Obviously, it started. Um, I was working the NKU game Friday night, and I had my tweet deck up as I was updating everyone on that game. And I just see this stream of tweets saying, DeMarcus Cousins is down. DeMarcus Cousins. And I go, oh, you know, he'll be up. He'll be fine. And then I see DeMarcus Cousins carried off court by by teammates. And I go, oh, you know, he might miss a couple a couple games. He'll be okay. And then it's DeMarcus Cousins tears his Achilles. He's out for this season. And I go, fuck. That's, that's a hard injury to come back from, too. That I know. Is a hard injury to come back from, and he is so good. And this is this was the worst possible time for this to happen to him. Because yeah, I know, Dan. I don't know if you you know you like the game as much as I do. You're a fan of the game, as like like I am. I was falling in love with the Pelicans. They were playing yeah. so well. They they have they have played very well lately. Yeah, and and Boogie especially. Oh my God, Boogie and Davis. They were, you know we were worried that it wouldn't work. It worked. Yeah, it I definitely mean, I, worked. I I think they were they were definitely heading for the the playoffs, so I, I it sucks for sure. So it really sucks, and I mean I don't know what the Pelicans do uh, if they set if they just go ahead and throw in the towel for the rest of the year or they make a trade. Now there were rumors, of course, earlier. Uh, you know, was it the, today that the that they were trying to trade for yesterday? They were trying to trade for uh, Nikola Mirotic. And yeah. that fell through because they would not guarantee his uh, ten or eleven million dollar contract next year because they want to have space. And I mean, I don't blame him. You know, he's just basically going to be there to kind of fill the gap for a little while. You know, what was the chemistry him and Rajon Rondo had last year? Would that have worked? Yeah, uh, he's he, he loves him. Him and Rondo. He said Rondo was one of his, his That's best right. teammates. Yeah, he did. So, so he was he was pumped to go to the Pelicans. Like he wanted to go, but he's not going to go unless they're going to get guarantee that and he shouldn't oh i you agree know, he needs to he needs to get paid so there's that um so yeah so we got that we got that that happened and then john wall goes no andre roberson goes down he slips yes and he gets he messes up his leg which was surprising yes now is he out for the season yes, yes. okay okay so he's out and Man. then after that you know what sucks about that too is him and paul george were so good together on the defensive side of the court yes they yes. were awesome Yes, Roberson is more of a defender than anything. So yeah, um, you know, man, I'd love to see Lou Williams on that team. I'll just say it. I really wanted to get Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons, huh? I can yeah. see that. I can see that. I just, I just want them to have a, a good 
two for once. You know, we talked about yeah. this briefly with Alex the other day. It's like, ever since their inception, they've really never had a, a proper two. They had Oladipo for a little while, but he wasn't really good there. Yeah, and James Harden played the two there, but he was coming off the bench. But he was coming off the bench, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, they never had, like, which is, it's amazing that that, that, that he wasn't starting, you know? I mean, <laughs> no. he did. He did from time to time, but, ugh. He's got God. a six man, you know? <laughs> yeah, and so he's he's won a six man award, and he's going to win an MVP, is that the... Will he be the first person in NBA history to do that? I think someone else did. Someone Ooh. else did Bill the, Walton. No, Bill not Walton. Bill Walton. That was it. It was Bill. It was Bill. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because I asked that question last last year on this show. I was giving you guys trivia. And, yeah. And Bill, Bill Walton did it because he, he won the MVP with the Trailblazers, won sixth man of the year with the Celtics. So, but no, I don't think anyone's, has anyone ever done it backwards like that? No one's ever done it backwards. No, I don't think so. No one's ever developed from sixth man to MVP, so that's pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Th- then Mike Conley goes down for the year. Yeah, God. Well, and, and that's, that's a fire sale. That whole team's a fire sale right now. Yeah. Why aren't the Cavs calling for Marcus Saul? Oh my God, right? Yeah. Right? I don't know, man. His, I, I, I could just see him, I could just see him pulling an Andrew Bogan. Oh man, I was going to say that. I can see him doing that, going out there for six seconds, tearing something, and be like, well, sorry. <laughs> now you got to pay him $20 million, you know? So so we've got that going on. I mean, it's just been it's just been bad, man. Yeah. And then on, on top of that, uh, Wall. what else? Wall. Wall was another one. Six to eight weeks. Have you seen this, the, like, the six-week stretch for the Wizards? No. Of the 26 games I think they have in that time frame, 22 are against playoff teams. That is really bad news for play. That's very bad playoff news for for the Wizards. Remember when you signed Otto Porter to one hundred and ten million dollars? Let's see how good he is now. Yeah, he better get you all of that, or he should be gone. Um, and then, of course, we saw we saw Kevin Love go down. Yeah, two years in a row, right before the All Star game. God, God, I, I mean, he was he was doing injury, wasn't he? Yeah, man, because he was playing so well. He was having a great year. God, he was just—he's been—he's been so great. It, it can't be like understated, like how good he's been for them. All this crap about, you know, him faking sick and all this stuff. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, it's made me—it's made me a little bit of an IT hater this year, right? Because you remember, it was like he's so hard to not root for. Now it's like, uh, dude. Yeah, and, his and, whole—it's it, uh, obvious that he is frustrated. Yes, which I understand, is, and I get it. I get it. You got to take it out a little bit, but it's like. You know, and then there was that thing the other night where, like, you know, he, like, bent over to give him the ball, and they think everyone's like, is he, like, mocking him, you know, because he's short, and, like, all this other stuff, and it's like, what is going on? This is really ridiculous. I mean, I know Kevin Love doesn't like him, because this guy gets traded to the team, and then he calls him out, and he's like, dude, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> so, yeah, and then, let's do, yeah, like I said, so Kevin Love there. That's such a big... I mean, all those losses... Let's, you know, the irony of Boogie, Wall, and LeBron all getting hurt... I mean, uh, and uh, Kevin Love all getting hurt being on Team LeBron in the All-Star game is crazy to me. Yeah. So, he's been they've been replaced now with Andre Drummond, Paul George, and I'm assuming Ben Simmons will be the next one. I uh, sure, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. God, I wish he was starting, too. Oh! Yeah, they, they still haven't announced he's going to start and place a Boogie yet. I... Uh, it'll be somebody who's already on the team. Obviously. Probably. Uh, probably like Drummond. Get Drummond and Brow together. I I really think they need to reinstate having centers on the All-Star ballot. I think it 
does the league a disservice for not... Re- I, I think it does the players a disservice for not recognizing that it's a position. Yeah, I agree. There are there are true centers in the league. There's there's actually thirty of them. So uh, I mean, you know, I think I think they should. I think there should be two on each team. So I I, I don't understand. Uh, uh, I mean, I know it's more fun to watch a bunch of you know tall forwards run up and down the court, but it's like, you know, I, I think it was that it was that year where like, it's like, well, I guess Andrew Bynum, you know, yeah. Like, I guess he should be the starting center on the West, you know? And you're like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he be? Pal started at center one year for the West? Yeah. Well, well Pal no, for the is, East. For the East, yeah. Not for the East. Yeah, because uh, Pal and Mark started against each other in the All-Star game. When uh, Pal was with the Bulls. Oh, yeah, I, I, I forgot about Pal being on the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was sitting there, I was like, I was like, Tim, you're crazy. He played for Memphis and the Lakers. So You're like bulls. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we talked like you said. So uh, New Orleans obviously kicked the tires on Nikola. That didn't probably that didn't happen. Um, you know Nikola is now kind of sitting out through the deadline to see what happens. Um, with Andre Robertson out, I mentioned Jonathan Simmons. You mentioned Lou Will. Tyreek Evans isn't playing right now. I think that could be a, a thoughtful that 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 thought's probably going to cross the mind of the uh, of Sam Presti to try and see if they can get Tyreek Evans to kick the tires on that move. Um, I think that would be an awesome gift for them. Washington, you know, you kind of just got to deal with it, unfortunately. You got to hope that Avery Bradley and Otto Porter can make your team do things. I don't think they can without John Wall. And on Cleveland's end, I mean, they're they're Cleveland, you know. Don't get me wrong, Channing Fry's played well in these, uh, these couple games, but how much can you expect him to fill in for 18 and 11 that Kevin Love was averaging? You can't. You can't. You can't. What do you think about Tyreek Evans to the Celtics? Um, depending on what they have to give up. Okay. So, if they got to give up Terry Rozier and mm, no, <laughs> you're like it's not going to work. This isn't going to work. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how they can make it work because he would fit really well there with guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, though Tatum's kind of coming back down to earth a little bit, but he's still really good. Yes. Um. I think Nikola would be awesome in Boston. Oh my gosh, it'd be it would be so fun to see him there. Um, Honestly, I think he'd be awesome in Cleveland. Oh, he would. I I can. I don't want to see him there though. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't want to see Nikola there. Um, another another person who is is sitting out right now, which which should be is barely going to be noticed. But uh, Joakim Noah, he's <laughs> another one that they have they have sent home. So we have three players basically that have been sent back home or to their hotels, but again, it's like, why don't you just go back and wait? It's going to be real awkward if we have you at the game tonight, you know, the next couple of days. So you know, uh, Noah just seems like he's heading towards a buyout, right? He has to be. I mean, they owe him a ton of money, and after he gets out of this contract, I think he promptly needs to retire. And I think the Chicago Bulls need to jump on retiring his jersey. I'm completely serious about that. I agree because he was awesome. Yes. Um, for them, and it was like ever since Fred Hoiberg came to town, Joe Q. Noah went downhill. Um, yeah, it's just, it's nuts, man. It's it's crazy that the NBA went through this injury bug really quickly. None suck more than Boogie by any means. That was that's the biggest loss, obviously. Obviously. Um, you know he's the best center in the league, and he's unbelievable. And him and Joel and B would have been a fun All Star matchup going against each other. But 
let's kind of go around now. We've got to mention a few names, uh, a few things, possibilities. So people are starting to get ready for this trade deadline, Sean. That's next Thursday. You mentioned Nikola Miritich um, getting set out is now sitting by the for the Bulls uh, until they figure out what's going to happen with him. He almost went to the Pelicans. Tyreek Evans is now chilling, uh, now playing for Memphis, which is crazy to me that because uh, they're asking a first round pick for him. Someone will fork it out, I'm sure, but yeah. um, that's that's crazy to me. And then, God, who else? Well, there's Noah. There's, yeah, but no one's gonna trade for Noah. No one's gonna trade for Noah. Noah will have to be bought out. Uh, one of the one of the more interesting teams that's gonna that's gonna be probably trading some players during the deadline. The Lakers. Yeah, they're gonna be looking to shed some salary. So. Yeah. Uh, Luol, Luol is probably going to have to be, uh, waived and, and they're probably going to have to stretch mm-hmm. his contract, uh, using the stretch provision. But, um, I think, uh, there's a lot of rumors, uh, swirling around Julius Randle and Jordan Clarkson, uh, both really good players. Uh, I, I love both of these guys. Uh, and Lakers are looking for a first round pick, uh, for them. And I, I would not be opposed to doing it, but the problem is we're coming up on Randle's contract year, so... You're going to have to pay him. Clarkson's already locked down for another year. So, um, what team would you would you like to see them maybe go to? Uh, Clarkson and Randall. Man, there's a lot of teams I'd like to see them go. Yeah. Because I'll play the obvious here, the one, I, the one I've been playing a lot lately. I want to see them with Spolstra in Miami. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I I actually really like that because Clarkson can can both come off the bench, you know, or you know he he can play with uh, uh, Drogic. So I mean, yeah. you, I mean he's 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 a he's a one two combo guard uh, who has like these spurts of just being absolutely an amazing scorer. Uh, Randall, I still like Randall a lot. I do too. He, he has a lot to offer. He's on a really weird team though. And I just I don't I just don't think he's motivated right now. That's and, that's that's kind of the problem with him. Yeah, and the Lakers can make that deal to go get Justice Winslow, who I mentioned, who would be big for them, a young kid that they can try to put in this big this re- rebuild uh, that they're trying to put together. Um, and then you know Julius Randle, Hassan Whiteside, and Bam Adebayo, that'd be a fun group. Oh yes, yes. I you know I think. I like this. This is good. This is a this is a good fake trade rumor, Tim. Yeah, we're good at fake trade rumors that we just make up on the go. That's that's what we that's that was that's a good one. I, I like that. I like them going down to Miami, and uh, I, I you know what I I bet the the move from Hollywood to Miami probably isn't that isn't that drastic for those dudes. So you know I think I think that would be that would be kind of cool. Good one. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm standing by that one and my Tyson Chandler to Minnesota. That that just has to happen. It has to, but but it won't. Gorgie is playing so well right now, and they'd have to get rid of him for that to happen. Yeah, and I just I don't I don't see that happen. I think there's a better shot at them going after Lou Williams. Oh, him and the two best bench players of the most recent memory of him and uh, him and Jordan Crawford. Yes, I mean Jamal yes. Crawford. Yes, I mean, I mean, I don't know what you give up for it, but you make that trade if you can. Oh, sure. I so, think I think any team that's in playoff contention right now, besides maybe the Warriors, if they can get Lou Williams, they're going to get Lou Williams. Oh yeah, and him coming up 
off the bench behind Butler, and and that I mean that gives you just a huge, huge you know advantage you know with your bench. So, um, you know I don't know. So there's that. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about Kemba Walker at all. Kimba, yeah, now Kimba's kind of faded off. That's because his his fake trade rumors started a week ago, and we've already forgotten about him because it's Charlotte. He's gonna, um, he's got to get moved if they're really yeah. going to go all in because I don't think I don't think they have the pieces to be good next year. They don't, they don't, and it's you know and and Nicholas Batum's making one hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, I you know, and a couple of years ago, Charlotte really looked like they were on the up and up, and it's. They peaked and they overachieved, and now they are. Um, it's you know they got Dwight on the team. I don't know what's going on over there, man. I don't either. It's uh, yeah. So Kimba, well, let's let's go back to that. I'm where sure. could we where could we place Kimba that would that would make a team better? I mean, just about any team would be better with Kimba. Just but, just about any team, but yeah. But what would what would make sense though? Um, Denver would be fun. Denver, Denver is a team that could use a, a very nice, uh, nice shooting guard. But you know, I don't know what you get from Denver. Do you get Jamal Murray? Um, let's. I, I would. I mean, that how that would have to be in play. Okay. Okay. So let's see. I'm gonna try this on Trade Finder live on our show. Well, not really live. We're a podcast, but live Trade Finder. So we've got Jamal Murray. Oh no! It's hard to do on the cell phone. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, that's why I just I just do it on my I do it on my computer. But let's see. Let's see here. Wilson Chandler. I'm trying to think of Okay, here's here's a fun one. Yeah. Here's here's a fun one. Kimball Walker. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Trade no, machine's I'm, really I'm, working out for us right now. I know, I know, I know. There's just so much dead air here because we're just we're just really deep in thought about about where we would trade this this asset. We probably should have done this before we started recording. I know, I know. I just you know I I don't I don't know where we where we could put him. You, you know what? You know where would be a fun place to put him? I'm gonna go ahead and say this: the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, what a shock. <laughs> well, I know. I'm serious. I'm serious. I think I think that would be a great a great place for Kimba to go. Like I think they, you know, uh, Tony Parker's getting old, you know, and and what why not make a move? I would like to see the Spurs super active in this trade deadline too. Like I would really really like to see them active in this trade deadline. Yeah, they probably need to be. Um, be but you know, Deontay what? Murray's played pretty well for them too. Yes, yes, yes. I like him a lot. Um, so I guess. While we do that, Sean, let's go ahead here and get to our classic 48 minutes impressing and depressing lines of the week. So, I will start with not necessarily a single team, but I'm going to talk about a game from last Saturday night on ESPN that was phenomenal between my two least least favorite teams in the NBA. But you have to, when you're a fan of the game, you have to respect greatness. And the Celtics and the Warriors put on a show. And by the Celtics and the Warriors, I mean Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry looked like it was the NBA Finals, and they were going at each other, making big plays. Um, Steph obviously gets the better. He ends up dropping, I think, 45. I don't know. He's on your fantasy team. You should know more than I should. But Oh, God. He's, he, he's been playing out of his mind lately. Yeah. Steph Curry is not human, for sure. Uh, no, no. No. 
Hasn't he's, been for a couple of years. He's like human Angry Birds, where he can just shoot from anywhere and knock things over, and he just makes buckets. That's what he does. Yes. Um, and so, and Kyrie, obviously, you know, the things he can do with the ball in his hand are just unbelievable. They're the two best ball handlers in the league. I don't think there's anyone close to them. But uh, just an unbelievable game between those two, putting on just quite the show on ESPN. Continue to prove why the NBA is the best professional league in sports. Yes. I, com- I completely agree with you. Completely agree. Um, if I was going to pick... I'm going to pick a team that's been impressing me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers. Heck yeah. They they have been playing out of their mind lately. They have won seven of the last ten. Two in a row recently. And uh, last night they had a fairly easy win over the Hornets, which was... Which was fun- or on Monday night, I'm sorry. So, I mean, that's a team... I mean, at the beginning of the season, did we see them being this good? We didn't. No, that's a Kemba Walker potential team too. That's see, and that that would be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. We could do that. We could do that. But the fact that they're seventh in the East right now, come on, we didn't think that was going to happen. No, I need them to be sixth so they can play the Cavs in the playoffs, and I can go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you know, and yeah, I I, they, I really I really want them to to get that sixth seed because Pacers and Cavs that is a rivalry. That is a real, real rivalry, and I, I, I like it. So so good for the Pacers, man. I think uh, they're really on the up and up, man. And 76ers also, man, they're just they're hanging on to that, that eight seed, too. So I, 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 we've got to see them in the playoffs this year. We've got to. I agree, for sure, man. Uh, also, I guess we're on the topic of impress. Now I'll go ahead once again and mention the Toronto Raptors, who have just blown away and impressed me so much this year. Uh, DeMar DeRozan getting a three-point shot was the best thing that happened to that team because he has been excellent. They're a game They're a game out of first place in the East right now. That is wild. We're a game from the Eastern Conference running through Canada. That's so silly. I know. I love it. Uh, so props to them. On the end of depressing, the obvious being that you're on the Magic really suck, and they need to find a way to get Aaron Gordon out of there. But I, w- I want to see him anywhere but in Orlando. I know. I know. I do, you know what, and I, I, I've loved him being in Orlando. Orlando is one of my favorite basketball teams ever. And uh, they have just not surrounded him with a, a proper team or anything. And I, I think he's I think he's a great player. He's a great complimentary player to have, but, like, that, that's all that's going on down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just really, really sad. Yeah. So, so depressing me this week. I'm gonna go with another easy target. Like you went with the magic. I'm gonna go with the Suns. Oh God, they suck. They're they're a dumpster fire, man. They've lost five in a row, <laughs> sitting almost at the bottom of the standings in the West. I mean, they should not be this bad. They've got all these great prospects. I know they fired their coach at the beginning of the season, but God, they don't have great prospects. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Take T.J. Okay. Ward and Devin good, Booker good, out there. Good prospects. They were good on paper when they drafted them. All yep. of those guys were, you know, all of them. Dragon Bender Mar- sucks. Uh, Marquise Chris, what are you going to say? Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Josh Jackson so far, not very good. So we got Devin Booker. So And T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren, yeah. Which yeah. They got those guys in the middle of the first round, basically. Devin Booker was like the second to last pick in the lottery. So... Yeah, Tyson Chandler's got to get out of there, man. Yeah, he does. God. I uh, I don't know, man. They're rough. All right. they, they are super rough. So, have you found a Kemba Walker deal yet on Trade Finder before we get out of here? I have not. 
I have not, but I, I'm going to go with if if we had to trade him for anyone tomorrow, I, you know, I I don't know who you trade him exactly for, but I, Spurs or Pacers are definitely are definitely some fun teams that he could go to. Minnesota, if they want to get rid of Jeff Teague. Hey, if if you know what, if uh, if the Pistons going to get really crazy, they could get rid of Reggie Jackson. <laughs> if they want to really just blow the top off this shit tomorrow, just go for it. Just go for it. Go for crazy. I like it. I do too. I just like makes, things that shake up the league. I just yeah. That's why. That's why I'm always like a fan of trades. It doesn't matter of how destructive or stupid they are. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. I know. Because you know, it's like, could we pull this trade off in two K? No, but it happened. So yeah, there's so, there's so many real life trades that you can't like. You're like, okay, that team settled because on two K it's not working. Yeah. So, so, last thing before we get out of here, um, your thoughts on the All-Star teams. I love it. The All-Star teams. Uh, post-draft. Post-draft. I think, uh, yeah, seeing Durant and, and LeBron together for the first time since Team USA is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, also love that they picked up Kyrie. He picked up Kyrie. And Russ. And Russ. So, I mean, it's uh, it's... It's going to be a stupid game. It's going to be an absolutely stupid game, but it's, it'll be fun. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily. I mean, I I know why they're doing this. You know, to kind of shake it up. I mean, the league has always been very progressive and taking fans' opinions and things about events like this. But we got to get the center position back, and you know, East. It just feels. It feels a little. It's going to feel a little weird not being East and West. Yeah, it's going to take a bit to get used to that. I agree. But but it'll be this will definitely be a fun a fun you know trial run for this for this system. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yes. So with that being said, we'll go to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes. Um, let you know what's going on. So if you've been listening to the Court Stormers feed with myself and Mike Canizales, we will be changing the name soon, but the feed will stay the same. We will be keeping the Court Stormers name because we are still planning on redoing a doing a college basketball show soon. Um, so if anyone wants to do a college basketball show and you're good at podcasting. Let us know. But... Like, immediately, because March Madness is, like, here. Right, yeah. <laughs> Almost here, come on. Like, two hours away. Uh, yeah. And, uh... So, every, every Friday, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, you know where to find us. Give us some five-star reviews, because we like those. Or a four-star. We have one on a four-star right now on iTunes. If someone thinks we're good, but not great, that's fine. Blake Griffin's good, but not great, so... <laughs> Yeah, we can we can we can live with that. Yeah, so we can live with Blake Griffin. That's fine. Other than that, we're gonna go ahead and roll this week. Everyone have a great week. Enjoy the games, and I think we're almost time to prepare the All Star Weekend. Woo! All right, take it easy, everyone.